This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. Hello friends, this is Editing Chloe, editing, ew, it's a gross word, Editing Chloe from the future, and I just wanted to let you know that this episode is actually a two-parter, so this is going to be part one, and it's because it was so long, I had so much to say, that it was going to be like an hour-long episode, and for podcasting, that's great, but for YouTube, I felt like that was a little steep, and I put these on both platforms, so this is actually going to be a two-parter, so next part, part two, will be out next week. And as soon as it's available, I will do my best to card it for you here, but, um, or here rather, but, uh, yeah. So just letting you know if it cuts off at one part and then we just end, that's why it's because this is a two-parter that was shot to be a one-parter. Hi there, basic witches, and welcome back to the channel. If you're new, my name is Chloe Taylor, and today we are doing another podcast episode. So if you are unaware, this video that you're seeing now is also a podcast. I will link it down below. You can listen to it currently on seven different platforms, but it is in the process of being put out to 10 platforms. So uh, if you want to just listen to this audio, feel free to do so, or you can watch it here. And if you're on the podcast, there is a video for you that I will link down below. But today's topic, we are going to be talking about how to grow on YouTube. How to start a channel. We're also going to be discussing my top tips on how to grow your YouTube channel and how to be basically successful at this. I feel like I have seen a ton of videos run the gamut out there, and a lot of the advice I feel like is very similar. And it's mostly like just be your authentic self. And like, yes, that's a really big part of it, but there is also the business side, the analytical side, and the creative side. There are so many facets that go into this, and I am. I'm truly fascinated with studying the YouTube algorithm and how it works. I probably really started picketing up the marketing and business side in the last couple of years. But before we jump into all of that, I do want to give you a little brief history on myself because you maybe have stumbled across this video or podcast and it's the first time you're ever seeing me and you have no idea why I even have the... I feel like the the credential, I guess, to even speak about this topic because the channel that this is on, the podcast that this is on is a newer... Uh, channel, but I've actually been on YouTube for 10 years and I have built a successful brand. So let's start right at the beginning. I don't want to make this part too long. Um, if you're looking at the YouTube video, there will be timestamps of where you can kind of jump around this if you don't want to hear 
every little tiny detail, but I do recommend watching the entire thing from start to finish. If you really want like the full blown, like, okay, wow, I feel like I can start now, especially if you're confused on where to start with YouTube or if your channel is dying, there might be something in this video for you. Even if you're successful, I feel like some of these things are maybe something that you don't know. So myself, Hello. Uh, I started my very first YouTube channel back in 2010 and my channel was called Chloe Kitten. A lot of people don't know this about me, but it was called Chloe Kitten and it was a channel that centered around my own health and fitness journey. I am a sun and moon in the sixth house, which is the house of health. I will always be fascinated by health and nutrition. It's never going to be something that's going to go away in my life. So my first attempt at YouTube, this was kind of me like doing whatever. This channel does not exist anymore. The videos are all gone. It has been completely deleted. You will not be able to find it, unfortunately. But this channel, I didn't have the thick enough skin or the backbone to do what I was trying to do at the time. I was using a little Canon power shot camera with no flip out screen. We didn't have flip out screens back then, I don't think. And uh, this channel, I don't, e I don't even think I reached like a hundred subscribers on that channel. The numbers were never that amazing. It never was a career. That channel ran for about a year and I deleted the whole thing after somebody left me some negative comments and never looked back on that. Do I regret that decision now? Absolutely. I wish I could look back on those videos, even if I had just privated them and walked away way. I'm sad that I did that. So tip number one, bonus tip, don't delete your content. Just if you ever want to like disappear and you decide you don't want to do YouTube anymore, don't delete your videos, just private them because I guarantee you there will come a time where you're going to want to look back on that stuff because we are human and we do that. All of us get nostalgia. So don't do that. Um, so then I, went into gaming a couple of years later. I was unemployed at the time. I'm not going to give you the full spang on this one. Spang? I'm not going to give you the full spiel on this one. If you want to check out the channel, you can. It's not really what I'm doing anymore with my time, at, at least at this time. But then Coffee was born. Coffee went by a lot of different names before it was Coffee. But that channel has racked up about 164,000 subscribers. It has been my full-time job for the last seven years this month, actually. Uh, it's It was my full-time job. I did gaming and content creation there because I was so ashamed of showing my face on camera after everything that had happened with my original channel that I was like, what can I do that doesn't show my face, but I still get to create and something that I enjoy. So I went into gaming where I didn't show my face for a really long time. People didn't even know my name for a long time. And that built itself. I mean, it didn't build itself. I hustled for a long time, but eventually I became uninterested with that. And I have been trying for the last few years to pick up on another different channel, which is this channel, Schwing, which is Chloe Taylor branded after my own name. Um, yeah, we did that. <laughs> We're going to talk about branding in a little bit, but this channel went by a few different names as well. And I feel like only recently has this channel finally started to kind of really come together into what it is supposed to be and what I desire it to be and the stuff I want to create. And I'm starting to make a name for myself here. In the last month, I have gained about 3,000 new subscribers on the channel. I feel like we are finally at a place where we are seeing some growth. And I feel like with all of the accumulative knowledge I have gained over the last seven, 10 years, technically, uh, 
I just, I know a thing or two. I know some ish about how to make the algorithm work for you instead of against you. And so, yeah, that's kind of my spiel where I've come from. And uh, let's go ahead and actually get into the tips. So number one, I want to talk to you about planning for it when you are getting like first started, I guess. You do need to come up with a plan for yourself. I do not recommend just sitting down in front of a camera or your gaming PC or whatever it is and just banging the first thing out and uploading it and like just expecting that to go viral. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm telling you that the odds are not really stacked in your favor for that to happen. So first and foremost, for getting started, the very first first thing you want to do before you even create your YouTube channel is you need to come up with a name and you don't want to come up with a name that has been taken. So the reason, for instance, here, my name is Chloe Taylor here because, um, it's, I mean, blah, 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 blah. For instance, my name here is Chloe Taylor, but my actual birth given name is not spelled like that. Yes, my name is Chloe Taylor, but it is spelled different. And I went with this spelling because surprise, surprise, I was actually able to reserve this everywhere. Meaning I have the actual Instagram, Chloe Taylor. I have the Twitter. I have the uh, TikTok. I have the Snapchat. I have literally everywhere that Chloe Taylor exists spelled like this. I have it at least thus far. And that is extremely important when you are first coming up with a name. Do not name yourself like... I don't know, Lauren uh, Colin. I'm sorry if your name is Lauren Colin. You are never going to get that handle. It is such a common name. Or like Tom Cruise. You are never going to get Tom Cruise. I mean, you could even say with my name, Coffee. I already kind of learned this lesson when I became Coffee. All of my handles are Coffee YT for Coffee YouTube. And so you don't want to do that. And the reason why is because when people go to search for you, they're not going to know that you're coffee XYZ three underscore five, five, six. They're not going to know which one you are. So the more that you can streamline your brand is like the easier it's going to be for people to find you everywhere. So really consider that you don't want to be coffee underscore zero one or any of that nonsense, you want to have a handle that is perfectly streamlined for you. So like, basically you're going to want to check Twitter and Instagram and actually see if those handles are available before you even create your YouTube channel. Once you have figured out what handle is available for you, you are then going to want to create an email. Of course, I recommend Gmail. Everybody uses Gmail. If you are still on Yahoo, we all know which generation you're from, okay? I'm just going to be real with y'all. Um, this is not sponsored either. Everybody and their mom just uses Gmail. Something that people also don't think about is setting up two emails. Ooh, I just punched myself in the face. You want to set up two emails. The first email is going to be the email that you set up all of your official stuff with. So this is going to be connected to your Twitter your Instagram, your YouTube channel, um, any kind of like marketing, like if you do Amazon affiliate marketing with this or like affiliate links, anything like that, you are going to set up with this official email and you're going to put two-factor authentication on every single one of these things. Because if I had a nickel for every time I have seen somebody's stuff get hacked, 
You just want to be safe. The second email that you set up is going to be for business contacts. So the second email, and don't like, don't shoot yourself in the foot and be like, oh, I'm never going to be popular enough to get businesses to reach out to me. If you have that attitude going in, you are already setting yourself up for failure. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in this video or in this podcast, but you want to have a second email for point of contact for people. And the reason I say to do that is because if you use one master email for everything, when businesses start to reach out to you, when you gain some traction, you are going to have your main important email that's connected to all of your stuff flooded with spam. Trust me on this flooded. I don't even keep my business point of contact email on my phone because if I did, I have over 6,000 notifications that roll in every single day. So don't do that to yourself. Two emails, you know what to do. And if a business contact becomes really important, like say you get a big brand to work with you, you can give them your more important email. But that's what I'm saying. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So the next thing you want to do after you've set all of the like typical things up, you want to figure out your why and your mission. Because if you are just going to upload content for the hell of it, that's fine. But what I'm talking about today, this might not even be the video or the episode for you, is actually launching a business. You want this to be something that is able to provide extra income to you. You want this to actually be something that becomes a career. This is like, I'm talking more to the career focused people. Now, some people you do just want to have a good time. And I think that's also a really important part of making it your business. You want it to be something that you enjoy, because if it's something you enjoy, don't believe what they say that you'll never work a day in your life because trust, there's always going to be shitty things that you don't want to do that you have to do in order to make this whole thing work. But if you are somebody who wants this to be your career long term, you do need to come up with a cohesive why and a mission. And it can't just be to have fun or, you know, it needs to be something more along the lines of, I am providing the service of entertaining other people. I am providing people an escape from their harsh reality. I am providing, like, your why really shouldn't be about you. And I know that that is going to be, like, a hard pill to swallow for some people because I think a lot of people think that, like, bigger industry YouTubers or gamers or Twitch streamers or any kind of creator that you see out there doing their thing, you might think that they are very self-entitled and into themselves and they don't think about others. But here's the thing, even if they don't acknowledge it, they are still providing a service, whether they are entertaining you in one way or another, or they're actually doing a service. For myself, I do a lot of pick a cards. That is a big part of my service to other people is I am somebody that is very in touch spiritually, and I choose to use that gift to help guide other people back to their purpose. And I have more than that in my mission, but this isn't necessarily about me today. So you want to come up with your why and your mission. The why just needs to be, in my humble opinion, not about you. The why should be about your audience that you want to attract to you. And your mission, your mission and your why, I feel like could almost be the same thing. Like they need to kind of go hand in hand. So my why might be to um, 
help people basically overcome obstacles in their life. And my mission, I've written down, I almost change my mission ever so slightly every single year. What is my mission? I feel like I actually have this written down. Let me see what I wrote for this year's mission in my planner. Um, this year, through dedication and consistency, I will become financially free from burden. I will use my talents and platforms to better myself as well as enrich the lives of others. So that is like my personal mission. And you can also have like a business mission. Mine kind of is both. It's a personal and a business mission together. Um, so you want to come up with those things. If you're having trouble coming up with those two things before you even get started, uh, I recommend asking yourself how you want to make people feel. You could even just come up with some key words like, I want people to feel warm, invited, cozy. I want people to laugh. I want people to feel... Um, heard, seen, understood, you know, whatever it might be, you can start with keywords and kind of build around that. The next thing that you want to do with well, this is all before you ever even upload or make your first piece of content. The next thing you want to do is come up with your schedule and be extremely realistic about this. If you can only do one upload a week, then make the room for that one upload a week. If you actually have time on your hands to dedicate to two or three times a week, even better. But don't set yourself up for failure and think, oh my God, I'm now going to upload seven days a week. I have all of this time because it is so much more work than I think anybody gives it credit for. To put it into perspective for you, these podcast videos are pretty easy for me to do. They probably take about three hours per episode between creating them, brainstorming them, actually filming them, editing them, and then getting them scheduled to where they're supposed to go. Each episode, three hours. But if I'm doing something else that's more editing intense, it could take me a couple of days to get that one video completely start to finish, done, uploaded, scheduled, card tagged, optimized, etc. So it's not easy. And most people that are uploading seven days a week, they have editors, they have a team behind them helping them do this stuff. So if it's just you yourself and you like, you have to consider that that seven days a week is a little bit, whoa, unless you genuinely have that kind of time to dedicate. I'm not telling you it's impossible. I've done it. I've done seven days a week. I've done two videos a day, seven days a week before. It's miserable. Like I was miserable. <laughs> um, so come up with a schedule and stick to it. Consistency is so important to the YouTube algorithm specifically. Um, I know I mentioned Twitch a little bit earlier, but YouTube in particular with this is very particular because what happens is the algorithm actually recognizes, oh, they are always uploading at this time on this day and like to the minute, to the second. You want to schedule your videos in advance because what happens is, is YouTube's algorithm recognizes that you are reliable and so it wants to promote what you're you're doing because it knows that at this day on at this time on this day you will always put something out so make yourself reliable so finally we get to get into the fun part and that actually is making a color palette for yourself this is very very important now don't get me wrong there are tons of channels out there that just do whatever thumbnail they think looks good for the moment. But I find that the most successful people from studying, they have kind of this way of doing their thumbnail. And the reason for that, and also their channel like tends to have like similar like edits or themes or colors. And 
I feel like the reason for that is because you want to be as recognizable as possible. So this also kind of piggybacks off of the um, creating your handles and making them all cohesive. You want your actual brand to be cohesive in its aesthetic. Um, and I am the aesthetic queen. Let me tell you, we have been through different aesthetics. Now, don't feel like you can pick an aesthetic and then never, ever change it. I fully support change. I think change is a good thing. I think even every year you could pick a brand new aesthetic and kind of go into that. And I feel that that's a good thing to push yourself to grow and change in different ways. But I feel like when people are watching your content, there usually is a suggestion bar along the side. If you watch YouTube, you know this as well. And if your video is being suggested, when it has a similar color theme, even just on the thumbnail, people are going to know it's you. And they're gonna be like, oh, you know, I liked this video. So I'm going to watch this one too, because I may also like it. So it's really important to choose an aesthetic that really fits your personality, your vibe, and what you want to I guess, kind of bring into the world, but making it cohesive so you are more recognizable. If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week. Mm -hmm.